What's up? It's the Brunch Breakdown. Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. Today, we have a packed, packed menu, so I'm not going to waste your time with a cold open. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about one of us, uh, actually two of us on this podcast, live in the most one of the most loneliest cities in the United States. We're going to talk about that. We've got uh, <laughs> a subway making everything a foot long. Flavortown Festival has just announced their headliners. We've got the weirdest things we saw on the internet this week. And of course, whatever else is on our minds. We've got beer, we've got music, we've got a lot going on. Dan, let everybody know where they can find us. Absolutely. Anywhere people, anywhere podcasts are available, you can find The Brunch Breakdown. We release new episodes every Wednesday, every week on Wednesday. New episodes coming your way as long as you're hitting follow or you're hitting subscribe or whatever they call it wherever you like listening to the podcast, the episode's gonna come right to you, okay? Don't have to wait around, don't have to look for it. Boom, right there on your device, on your tablet. Take it with you on the go. We're always here for you, each and every Wednesday. Uh, full video episodes, like we always mention, uh, video's gonna be key today, I think. There's gonna be some interesting things visually that you might wanna get your eyes on. Uh, you can check that out on our YouTube page, on our Facebook page. They debut at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, also on Wednesday, and on Spotify, again, New to video on Spotify, but we're there. We're there, people. You don't have to find it in any other different place, too. You're already listening on Spotify. Video is right there. Same player, same place. We're just giving you more of us. What else could you want there? Uh, and we're everywhere on social media as well. Facebook, X, Instagram, Treads. Treads. Why do we keep calling it Treads? We don't do keep, keep calling it that? Treads, Dan. That's a you <laughs> issue. That is a you <laughs> issue. Yes, that is not a us thing. That is not a whole nation. That is not a everybody That's, thing. That is a you thing. It so. is. That's me. Threads. Because it's weird. Threads, Triller. Because it's. <laughs> I need to separate those two. That's what I'm doing. I'm yeah, thinking it, ahead to Triller. Put something in the Triller. middle. TikTok, yeah. That's where the brunch bites are. Okay, people, we'll give you little weekly bites of, in case you missed an episode, uh, some of the highlights of each and every week. And of course... What we are listening to. We give you music each and every week. We put it into a beautiful little playlist. We call it the Sounds of Brunch. And we update that on Spotify each and every Friday. Beautiful. And uh, speaking of visuals, Chris, what are you eating? Oh, bro. All right. So I'm finishing up a Honeycrisp apple. And then mm. I got a nice little berry fruit bowl going on over here, boys. So starting the day with a nice, wow. Uh, wow. nice little, mm. little fruit potpourri. A bowl of fiber. That's what we're starting the day with. Beautiful. Well, potpourri. How about that? Oh, well, it's time to get random topics off our chest. And if that wasn't random enough, Chris, what's on your mind, sir? Um, Let's continue with random here, boys. Is that okay Love with it. you? Love right. it. Please. Nothing more. I would like us to officially declare, acknowledge, determine pickleball is not a sport. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I need people to like, I am all for physical activity. I'm all for you getting out there, like gamifying your activity so that you can have fun while moving and improve your health. I think it's all great. I'm not telling people to not play pickleball. I'm just trying to say, stop expecting me to act impressed that like you won your pickleball league. Pickleball by definition was a sport designed for senior citizens to get more active. Okay. It's not an it's not a sport that's impressive to be good at. It's just not. I'm happy that you're playing it. I'm happy that you like it. I'm not telling you to not do it, but like it's not a it's not a real sport. And like there are other activities like that out there. Like we have a friend that throws axes, right? Axe throwing. We have several friends that do that. They don't make it out like they're like Olympic trialing this shit. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, this is the fun activity that I do and I like it and I, I'm good at it and that's fun. They're not like posting themselves standing on a podium at the top because they won their pickleball. They're just not doing it. So like pickleball players, let's just tone it down a little bit. All right. Pickleball is not a sport. It is a retirement activity. Thank you for your time. Listen, you say this, but you know that like cheerleading and breakdancing have been added to the Olympics. Yeah. Flag football. Flag football also added to the Olympics. Just. Is pickle pickleball's not in the Olympics? Is it? It's, it's kind of crazy. It's not. It will Listen, be. I don't think we should use 
sports in the Olympics as like the bar here because there's a equestrian there's equestrian and, and and the horse does all the work in that one like what are we doing you know what i mean like it's I'm not, not <laughs> that's not a great not, indicator i'm not putting horse hunt <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh what is it is it uh is it doubt is it what is the skiing one cross-country skiing where they like ski oh, yeah. and then get down and Long shoot something the, yeah and then, <laughs> what is that that's more of a sport than pickleball. I'll tell you that much, but that's that's a long one to watch. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's fast my most it's the most fascinating winter sport. I love it so much. Like I <laughs> I make sure I know when it's on at two in the morning or whatever, and yeah. I'm watching it. What country like, is hey. that one relevant in? Like where are they like, yeah, yeah, oh we, we this is our shit, you know? Like Yeah. On. It's like Norway and Sweden. They like dominate it. Nobody everybody else is just there to participate. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's like they're like an American finish in like eighth and they were like celebrating like they won the gold medal last night, <laughs> like two years ago. It was like crazy. Have you, have you ever seen like who like West Virginia's won the last like 17 NCAA championships for riflery or whatever it's called? Like, <laughs> OK, no, it's because nobody else is doing it. So just like yeah. shut up about it. <laughs> uh, I love it. It's an Olympics year. 2024 Paris. Yes, Let's sir, go a couple baby. months away, baby. Oh, I can't wait for Olympics brunch parts one <laughs> through five. <laughs> oh god all right great uh dan get it off your chest yeah dan good to be with you um i'm gonna keep this very simple for me this week um stop trying to sell me girl scout cookies at work on behalf of your niece or your daughter or your granddaughter or whoever stop absolutely just stop it an end to this this has to stop right now it's getting out of hand stop mooching off your coworkers, it's defeating the entire purpose. Everybody acts like Girl Scout cookies are suddenly so hard to find and so hard to get. Like, hey, I got my niece to Girl Scout. Yeah, I know you like those thin mints. I know you like them. I can hook you up. Like with the internet, it's not hard to do this anymore at all. Or just go to a grocery store. They're there. They're there. They're always standing out front. They're there. Um, so I don't need you walking from office to office or sending out an email to the entire staff. These things have happened to me, by the way. This isn't me making up this scenario. This is happening. It's happening actively at work. Uh, saying, I'm selling Girl Scout cookies for my niece or my daughter. Businesses don't allow, most businesses don't allow solicitation. And so I don't need you <laughs> solicit soliciting within the office either. Okay. I'm going to just put that sign up at my, my office door. No solicitation uh, <laughs> right in the front there. <laughs> Okay. I get that the money helps the troop, but like part of the idea, I think, I think, right, is to let like the future females grow and sell, learn how to sell it themselves and not just like do it through their families to make the most money. Is that what Girl Scout cookies have become? I mean, over $5 a box, maybe it has, but I love Girl Scout cookies. I do. I buy them from my niece every year, but I don't go around selling them for her at my place of work. So it's enough. Put an end to it. I had to get it off my chest this week. You're the worst. <laughs> no, these people are the worst. Come on. Let people sell their Girl Scout cookies. However they uh, want to The sell girls them. can sell the Girl Scout cookies. I don't need adults selling Girl Scout cookies. Bro, no I'm just like... I'm getting that sign. I'm putting that sign up tomorrow. I'm just jealous of the fact that like kids have it so easy to sell these days. My, I'll, I'll admit. So like in, in marching band, we sold hoagies. Um, yeah. I remember in middle school, we also did stuff for like MS. And uh, I remember walking from house to house. And yeah. like now with social media, you don't have to do that anymore. And like, I mean, you guys know me. I'm really good at being social with people that I like. I'm not a big like cold call knock on a stranger's door type of person. So I, that gave me so much anxiety as a kid. Like, oh, I have to sell this stuff and I have to go talk to strangers and like knock on people. Like I hated that. Would have loved like a simple Facebook post. So I'm very yeah. jealous of how easy kids have it these days. Um, but Joe Corby's know. pizzas. Joe, Joe Corby's pizzas. We sold those. We sold wrapping paper. Wrapping crazy. paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude i'm much like the thing that annoys me the most is when someone hands you the big ass like booklet at christmas time 
that has like the all the stuff that you don't want like the yeah. ham and like the whatever the pepperoni sticks and all that shit mm-hmm. that you just like I don't want any of that stuff. Nobody five pound bag of that mixed stuff. nuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like nobody wants any of that stuff. So you're like literally <laughs> just like you just check the box and you're just like here, just tell me when I owe you money. Like whatever. You want none of that stuff. At least with Girl Scout cookies, when someone comes to you, you actually do want it. You might be annoyed, True. but you do want the tagalongs or the thin mints or whatever it is. You just want them. So yeah, leave the people yeah, those alone. big long those big long check boxes and you're like, what's the cheapest thing on here? And you just like, check it. Yeah, dude. And three exactly. months later, you're like, oh no, why did it? <laughs> the reason why it's the cheapest. <laughs> yeah. Dan, does your niece go door to door or is your niece taking advantage of these situations too? That's a good question. I don't know. Cause I just get an email from her. <laughs> She's okay. So she does it too. <laughs> So, <laughs> but I don't think her mother is my, 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 uh, my sister is going around her workplace. Girl Scout cookies. My daughter's <laughs> selling them. No, get out of here. She's not doing that. And if she is, and she's listening right now, stop it. You stop it. <laughs> Have some class. All right, guys, there are a bunch of ways I could go this week, um, but I'm just going to save it. I was going to talk about Disney vacations, but I'm going to leave that one out oh, for a second. Oh. Um, I got one coming up, man. We, you, got we, you, need some, you need some. That one needs some time. It sounds mm-hmm. like that one needs some time. Wouldn't wouldn't be more of it. It would be more of it'd be more of a too late for you, Chris. Um, oh. so might be too late, <laughs> too late. But uh, I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that. I'll save that for another day um, because something hey. happened to me that was it hit me hard, hard this week um so i'm watching i sit down i'm like i can't wait to watch this college basketball game first time this year i've sat down and watched college basketball game south carolina lsu women's college basketball super hyped game lived up to the hype freaking awesome it was incredible and i'm watching it and sersha sits up next to me and she goes oh man i'm gonna be out there one day and i'm like yeah yeah you will and so like whatever so basically everyone turns into Sersha so Angel Reese she scores that's Sersha Haley Von Liv she scores that's Sersha everybody who's playing on LSU's team on South Carolina's team I'm just like that's my daughter she's gonna be out there playing for Don Staley it's gonna be incredible I'm watching it it's amazing and then game I think it's like it's in like the fourth quarter getting late things tight I'm like super into the game and then Sersha goes I'm going to be, she goes, mom, I'm going to be out there. And then she goes, yeah. And she goes, yep. It's like, yeah, with, I can't wait. The purple pom-poms, they have purple pom-poms. I'm going to be out there with them. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no. Oh man. You want to talk about just your heart sinking. And I have no, there's no, nothing wrong with cheerleading, no beef with cheerleaders. But at this moment, I had just dreams of my daughter being out there on ESPN playing basketball and just breaking girls. And then it died. <laughs> it just died. And honestly, died like, and I told Siobhan this, like, after the kids went to sleep and she couldn't stop laughing. Then, like, she <laughs> then went on to tell everyone at work that she that this happened. She hits me up at, like, noon the next day and goes, hey, you remember whenever you thought Sersha was going to be this basketball star, but really she was talking about being a cheerleader? And I was like, I'm still hurt. I'm still hurt now telling you guys this story. This is no joke. <laughs> and again, no beef to cheerleaders, but I'm telling you, when you think one thing and then they just full turn on you. <sighs> it hurts. Didi. It hurts. Didi, this needs to be a wake up call for you. Okay. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like, we're going to the pool later today. And I'm thinking, I've this thought crossed through my head already today that, like, if Didi su- would see my daughter swimming in the pool, he would immediately think, like, Olympics. And, like, I think, I, I, I don't, I think, like, you need to, from this experience, Maybe tweak the mindset a little bit, my friend. Like you're, it's... you're, you, you are so, you are so desperately trying to find an Olympian that now it's breaking you. 
it's true. It's ironic you say that, Chris, because we could go back in this uh, this the history of this group text between the three of us, and there are a good number of videos of one of these <laughs> children with the tagline "Future Olympian." You know, twenty twenty thirty eight. Here we come. Yeah, he's like been leading up to it like so, a somersault, and it's like yeah, yeah. So I imagine 20, this, was, this was tough Olympics. for you, Didi. I imagine this was tough. This was a tough moment for you. Listen. You guys just don't understand. And speaking of the pool, dude, telling you, if you see Sersha, the way that she freaking comes off the wall, dude, I'm like. No, see, you're doing it again. You're doing it the again. Water. Katie doing it again. Dude, I'm telling you, you just, you see it. <laughs> like, just, man. I can't, I, I would love, can I spend the summer with you watching the Olympics with your daughter just to see who she identifies as who she wants to be <laughs> from sport to sport? would love that and just to see just to feel your reaction just to be oh. in the room in the moment listen i'm uh, listen i i just at that moment i it was the first time because i'm not the thing is i talk to you guys about this stuff because that's what's going through my brain because i'm not trying to be one of those sports parents so i i give all my thoughts mm -hmm. to you guys right mm -hmm. smart but like that was the first moment where i was like oh my gosh <laughs> we're doing this and then we weren't really quick it was just purple pom-poms Gets them every time. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> what a roller coaster of emotions. Hey, real quick on the topic of women's basketball in like mm -hmm. five seconds. Yeah. You see the Caitlin Clark court storming thing. Yeah. Yeah. Blocker yeah. charge. Blocker charge. Dude. The, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, the Zip Rooter film of that shit was. Uh, that other was angle was something. not good. Yeah. That other angle was not I'm, good at all. I'm calling flop. I'm calling <laughs> flop on that one, man. Yep. I think it's a flop. Yep. The arms, the arms is what gives it away, right? Like I can understand maybe a collision, but like the arms, mm -hmm. whoa, whoa, I don't know. I don't know, Caitlin. Yeah. And listen, I am somebody who is pro court storming. Anytime you get a chance to court storm, the, if the team you're beating has a ranked number and you don't, or it's lower than yours, go ahead and court storm guys. Don't care. But I was like, damn, I think that's the end of court storming. Till saw the second video. So shouts to the person yeah. who got the second video and was like, yeah, Ohio State, we are not a bunch of assholes. Fuck you. Here's this video. And freaking, dude, yeah, she full flops. Like, full, like, three. And she's a three-point shooter. So, like, yeah, like, they know how to flop better than anybody. They mm -hmm. always fall whenever they shoot. Like, always fall. She knows. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have respected her less if she flopped or if she, like, put her shoulder into that young lady? Oh, I wish she would have put her shoulder into her. Oh, that would have been <laughs> so awesome. 100%. 100%. Right? Wish she would have ran her over. Because you really have two options. In that moment, you're pissed that you lost. So are you going to take like yep. the victim route or are you going to be the aggressor? And like, it looks a lot better. Oh, this is going to sound terrible. <laughs> I'm so glad I stopped that sentence. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, let me let me help you out here. It for it for her, her way her, that she styles her game, she's aggressive when she mm -hmm. plays. She's a killer. And so in that moment, it was a complete 180. So if you if, if she would have put her shoulder into this girl, it would have been like, yes, yes, there she is. Yeah. That's Caitlin Clark, but uh, not a good angle. Not a good angle in that second second film. Thank you. Dan said it better than yeah. me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, the flop was a little disappointing because I just think she's such a badass and she's out there just talking yeah. shit on everybody. Right. Hand gestures, like just going in on everybody. And then... We get the flop. She should have ran through somebody, which I am also okay for too. If you get in the way of one of the players on the losing team, like they have the right to just throw you. Like yeah. you're, take you're the in, James Harrison approach. Yeah. Take the James Harrison approach. <laughs> you're <in laughs> you're the out way. there. Anything can happen. Yeah. If you're in the way, like, you know, get the fuck out of the way. Like it's really easy. <laughs> like, fuck out of the way. So yeah, no, big flop on Caitlin Clark on that one. But yeah, dude. Do you know anything going on in men's basketball? Just a little side note. Anything? Not really. Uh, UConn's number one. No. I know more about the women's game than I do about the men's game, That's, honestly. Uh, dude, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about men's basketball other than that big dude is still at Purdue, which just shows me how bad <laughs> of an NBA prospect he must be. That's yeah, all right. I got. He's been I'm there like, for like 12 years. I'm like, you're, you're seven foot. You were the national player of the year, and you're not in the NBA? How is this possible? That's not how it works. It's just <laughs> not how it works. Like, yeah. So, but that's all I know about men's college basketball. Women's college basketball is killing. Yeah. So, for sure. Shouts to the women and shouts to my daughter who will be cheering them on in <laughs> every year.
God damn it. Still hurt. All right. Let's get the bruise deck. I need one. Um, Guys, uh, Friday was National Spicy Margarita Day. Okay. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know who makes up these rules, but all for it. So I, uh, I did a little spicy margarita of my own. San Pellegrino, blood orange, and 21 seeds, cucumber, jalapeno, tequila, some salt, some lime, all the good stuff that makes good tequila. Did it in my house. It was awesome. So, um, yeah, I don't know if you're not 21 seeds. Tequila is really good. If you want to have some tequila at your house, I don't know if you drink tequila a lot or if you just want to have it just around 21 seeds is a good bottle to have. They've got a couple different flavor tequilas, but the cucumber jalapeno was my absolute favorite. So, uh, yeah, happy belated national spicy margarita day. I like that. You know, you could have replaced, replaced, should have tried replacing that tequila with a little uh, Doritos vodka in there. See how that goes down. Okay. You spice uh, up your life. That'll spice up your life. <laughs> I'll, I'll, go, I'll go next because I, um, my, my, I didn't try it. Okay. I, did, I haven't had it. But my, say, what do you got for us? <laughs> my mother and father in law were here for a quick trip for my daughter's birthday. And, um, I told my father in law, uh, he, he drinks vodka. So I told him about the Doritos vodka that Dan, you taste tested last week. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he was grossed out. I wouldn't say that he was like totally into it. It was more of like, I've never seen somebody so confused when I described a type of alcohol before. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what does it taste like? And I said, well, I haven't tried it, but Dan said it was very cheesy. So, and then, and then he, you could see like the wheels turning. It's like even more confused. And yeah, I think everybody, even though I think it's a terrible idea, I think everybody actually needs to try that vodka just to understand what the heck is going on. Uh, you know, in the in the flavor palette. Other than that, um, I'm enjoying a non-alcoholic with you boys today uh, from Untitled Art, the Juicy IPA. But yeah, I found the the Doritos yeah. story more interesting. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'm glad to see that. And uh, yeah, you, words words don't do it justice. I just put it that way. And if uh, anybody wants to taste test, uh, come on over. Five dollar uh, five dollar cover charge at the door. <laughs> we'll get you in. We'll get you a taste because it's exclusive. Only a handful of people in the world have that thing right now before they re-release it, and then anybody can have it. Um, let's see. For me, this uh, this weekend, I had a chance to enjoy a, a lovely, a lovely hazy IPA from Low Lev Beer. Uh, it's actually one of the newer breweries in Pittsburgh. Uh, Didi, you've been there. We've been there mm -hmm. with you. Um, we had too many when we were there, but uh, we were there. Um, <laughs> but I got to try their uh, Prismatic uh hazy ipa super super smooth kind of like creamy and citrusy all at once a little bit of touch of vanilla at the end there just kind of gave you that hmm hmm a little something different a little something different in there so uh it's just what the doctor ordered uh it was a lovely lovely hazy ipa so lola does some really really nice things they're big into the ipa game uh and this one stood out uh, above the rest the uh, prismatic uh very cool can design as well but i had it on draft so that's why i don't have a visual for you here today, but lovely beer, lovely beer, low lev beer. Nice, yeah, Dan, you had too many there. Yeah, that's where the we that's were... where the party that's where the the rehearsal thing was, right? That's where yeah. it was, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where we took a left turn. We then we started mixing liquor and beer, and they have a tremendous smoothie sour, but. Uh, that's what did it. That's what took it. Took the took a left turn for me there. Drinking liquor, then go to a smoothie sour. Don't advise. <laughs> Don't advise. <laughs> well, that is Bruce Day. Boys, cheers. 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 All right. Well, let's get into the main menu. We have so many things we could get to. And you know the first thing I want to get to? Footlong everything at Subway. <laughs> Subway oh, is literally boy. not just making the subs foot long. They are making everything foot long. Chris, what is on the screen? So what we are looking at is foot long churros, foot long pretzels, and foot long chocolate chip cookies at stores nationwide for Subway. Available starting on January 22nd. So right now, while you are listening, these are um available yeah and so it's a footlong chocolate chip cookie which is five dollars they say it's the same taste as their 
regular chocolate chocolate chip cookies. The Cinnabon footlong churro is $2. And the Auntie Anne's footlong soft pretzel is $3. I'm here for this. Can I I just say something right off the bat? It is... I can't help but like think when I first saw this story come out about how Subway had previously dug in so hard in the Jared days about how healthy their food is. And now they're like, you know what? (laughs) People know that by now. Let's show them Mm -hmm. some of the other stuff on the menu. And Subway still is a great place to get a good high protein, low calorie sub. Um, You gotta be careful with these new options though. I'll tell you that much because their Subway's chocolate chip cookies are unbelievable. Like legit. 100%. 100%. Unbelievable. I would totally eat a foot long and then get sick afterwards. Um, but yeah, this is interesting, boys. This is interesting. Like, I love cookie. this. Yeah, I, I think this is great. Because honestly, because Subway's cookies are good, that's the reason why. Like, I can trust mm-hmm. that this is going to be good. I can trust this is going to be soft. It's going to be freaking amazing. But I need the macadamia nut foot long cookie. Uh, and I'm yeah. going to if if that was there, I'd be at Subway right now. Like right. I can hold myself back, but like yeah. I would make a trip to go to Subway not to get a sandwich, but to get the foot long macadamia nut. Yeah, that cookie's fire. You're right, and they don't have that. Hopefully, yet is the answer to that. Um, oh, it's definitely the answer. It's one hundred percent the answer. <laughs> yeah, that's the answer for this. Uh, and that's a big cookie. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of cookie. Um, and. <laughs> I can kind of res- I respect the fact that we're talking other collaborative brand names here, uh, the likes of uh, Auntie Anne's and Cinnabon, you know, give some legitimacy to uh, these other options as well. Um, so I, I, I love this. I mean, why haven't we done the footlong pretzel before? It's so easy to dunk, you know, rather than the traditional pretzel shape where you're ripping it. And this is a one handed on the go. Are you kidding me? Carnival eats? That's what this is about. One hand with the pretzel, one hand you're playing the carnival games or something. <laughs> this is long overdue. Long overdue. Um, and it's just, it's fascinating because if they were just doing like the the churro and the soft pretzel, we wouldn't be talking about this here in the brunch breakdown. But because yeah. they had this oddly shaped foot long cookie, but like you both of you mentioned, Subway's chocolate chip cookies are that good it's the show stealer here and that's that's what makes this amazing and if you're not watching the the look of the subway chocolate chip cookie it actually like from top down it kind of looks like a subway bun but it just has like chocolate like that's like the size and the width of it it's 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 not like skinny like a churro it's like it has some width to it so you're getting a lot of chocolate chip cookie here i like in the article on people.com they said um what do they say? Testers thought it would be wise to bring the cookie home, top with ice cream, and serve to a dinner party as a big ice cream sundae. I love that idea. I think that would also help me from not eating the entire thing and getting mm. sick to my stomach. Uh, so these are uh, these are probably at least for the cookie advisable to 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 share. <laughs> uh, I love that idea, and, and I love your your even your methodology, Chris, taking it that and turning it into like a footlong sandwich, an ice cream sandwich. Oh, one yeah. on top, one on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Dude. Go there. Hey, throw the churro as a layer on there and like, let's really get nuts. Oh, man. Let's really get nuts here. Dude, the possibilities with this footlong cookie are kind of endless. Like, <laughs> man. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, dude, shouts to Subway. You did yeah, it. La- I'm yeah. talking about Subway in a really long time yeah. other than I think I may have complained like last summer about how big the subway menu is now so i hadn't been to subway in forever and so when i was like mm-hmm. on the road for the dance awards i just like went in the subway and i was like wait why are there why do you have all these menus what is this keto menu what is what is happening here there's yeah. a lot and going on in subway who came up with the numbering system yeah it's like it starts out you're like one two three and then it's like 33 and you're like, I'm like what there's not 33 options up there why is there a 33 i'm so confused <laughs> i'm like I'm like, I literally went into the thing. It's like, do you guys still have the Italian BMT? Oh, yeah. That's right. number 28. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, sweet. 
Cool. Like, do you want this? Do you want it Steph Curry style? I'm like, yeah. What? Like, were the names too confusing? They're like, <laughs> we have to give these things numbers. We can't do it. <laughs> but Man. they're back. This is this they're is impressive. Back. Subway. Yep. Subway. Shouts you're back. to you. You're back. Shouts to you. All right. Uh, let's get into. Uh, you know, if that wasn't weird enough for people, let's get into the weirdest thing we saw this week, guys. Let's get mm. into it. All right. I will. Uh, I, I will. I will get this started. I'm gonna send this to the old group chat. I think it just sent just now. So actually, I probably shouldn't be the one that starts. That was stupid. I can open it right now. We're good. Yeah. Oh, we're good? Okay. Yeah. Bring it up right here. Here we go. Weirdest thing I saw this week, but also the awesomest thing I saw this week. The Lovers and Friends Festival in Las Vegas. This is a one-day oh, festival. <laughs> yeah. This is a one-day festival. I want to say it again. One day. May 4th, 2024. And it literally has... It, it, Almost every artist who put out a song between 2000 and, I don't know, 2010. I need to yeah. go to this. This is Dude, unbelievable. This is the burn CD of festivals. This is your hodgepodge, DD. Dude, this is like, look at the bottom, the very bottom. And this is where I was like, okay, I see how I think they're going to do this. Because Jaquan, Ayaz... I has 112. made the cut. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, it's like, okay, wow. so Amory performs one thing and then gets off the stage. And then here comes Jaquan. He performs <laughs> freaking one song, gets off the stage. Ayaz, replay, everybody jams. They're like, he's like, good night, I'm Ayaz. See you later. Like, just, <laughs> dude, look at this. I am honestly, like, this whole thing is just, it's so, JoJo is on here. Yeah, dude. Like, I, this are we sure that's this is amazing. real? This almost it is one hundred percent real, and it is sold out. It's the I think it's the third year they've done this. This is this, the, this seems is year like a three. Prank. This seems like because yeah. I'm I'm reading like dude. flies, Mims. Mm -hmm. Like these guys are still performing. It seems Jaquan. This dude. is unbelievable, dude. And Harry you know Hilton. it's like Jason Deru Jason yeah. Derulo is not even listed as a headliner. That's how many artists are on this thing, which is nuts. Yeah. He's like, he's nuts. How is, how is this going to be done one day? I think you, I, you, to your point, Didi, like one song. Ayaz is there for one song and it's like, we're out. This is a huge lineup for one day festival. It's, I just don't, does it start at 9 a.m.? I don't, I don't, yeah, get, right. Well, they I say, I really don't understand. Lil Wayne is performing the entire Carter three, Usher's oh. performing the entire Confessions album. So, like, that's two hours right there. <laughs> two, three hours right there. It's and then it's and then you have Backstreet Boys, Quinn Stefani, Nelly Furtado. Like, I'm just I just really want to know. It's like, do they have like okay, so there's gonna be several stages, or at least there should be. Um, mm. is there gonna be a one hit wonder stage? Cause that's oh, what I need. If there's a one hit great. wonder stage, if that's what I find out, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Vegas and I'm gonna go to this festival. Because if there's a stage that I can just watch. Jaquan, like Jay Holiday, John B, like freaking, uh, like I'm just looking at these lists. Lumi D, uh oh, yeah, Little Flip. Like I'm just looking at all these people have one hit. Jeremiah, and I'm like, man, I forgot oh, about him. Dude, mm -hmm. that I'm a star song was my. Oh, I love that song so much, but I couldn't tell you anything else he had himself. He was on some stuff. Well, but. birthday. That's Jeremiah, right? Oh birthday, yeah, Jeremiah? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I mean, so he's got two songs that he has to perform. Bump him up. He's two. Yeah, he's, he's on the main perform. stage. He's on the main so stage. It's like where, I dude, I, I'm like, Maya. It's like what does ninety eight degrees set look like? You know, and who does he come after? Who do they come after? So it's like when do they right. throw Nick Lachey and them on the stage? Do they throw like it would be great if it was like Yin Yang Twins then ninety eight degrees? <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, this man. oh man, dude! And is like Akon gonna be on stage the entire day because he's on everybody else's song? Oh, absolutely! Just, yeah, it should be like featuring special time. special guest, uh, rotating headliner Akon. Yeah. <laughs> dude, my entire selection for the playlist today changed just now. Yeah, it should <laughs> honestly, it should because what the Akon thing is funny because that actually happened one year at Coachella with. The, with Migos because Migos blew up in between time of like 
the lineup coming out and like the festival. So it was basically like, hey, you guys just want to show up on every DJ set that entire weekend. And they basically did. So it was like every single set. It was like they we watched them perform Bad and Bougie at least 20 times on <laughs> that weekend because they just popped up every single place. And that's how Akon's mm-hmm. going to be at this festival. Like, why not? Yeah. Just show yeah. up everywhere. It's it's ironic you say that. This It's a festival like this that's that's killing festivals like Coachella, whose lineup came out two weeks ago and still has not sold out. This is the longest it's ever it's taken in over 10 years to sell out Coachella. And it's because of festivals like this where people of our generation are like, are you kidding me? I'm going to this. Um, As I as I'm like staring at this poster more and more, it's funny to me, Chris, how you like thought, is this even real? I think from a graphic perspective, that doesn't help that it doesn't look professional. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like something that like some club puts together you know what yeah. i mean it's just yeah. some like whack template and like what are these colors and these like are these butterflies in here and then there's lions and tigers and gems at the bottom it's kind of a weird yeah you know when like looking... you know when like some athlete will like throw his own birthday party at a club and like print a mm-hmm. flyer for it that's what this yeah is. like this is it yeah this is it also it's how like... is mia in like the headliner section in again jason derulo is like third line down it's, i'm still offended by that <laughs> you see here's another thing with me pretty ricky being on like the fourth line or is it the Way fifth deep. line yeah i'm like wh- how are they not on the first they should be on the bottom line like no <laughs> offense to pretty ricky hey great times the pretty ricky songs but let's be honest here like whoa yeah whoa 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 yeah easy easy but yeah dude mace Man. is on here i didn't even know Dude, there's a lot yeah. going on here. Dude, I just need to know who 98 Degrees comes on after. That's the biggest question. <laughs> That's the biggest question of this whole festival. Who does 98, who does Nick Lachey come on after? That's all I need to know. <laughs> like, is it pretty Ricky into 98 Degrees? Like, is it, like, do we have enough for, like, a failed, like, boy band stage? Because that would be fire. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was the weirdest, strangest, awesomest thing that i saw this week a lot of feels with the lovers and friends festival what you guys got incredible incredible go for it it, dan i'll bring you all right chris well i I sent mine over to you as well and it won't surprise you folks you you boys are a lot of people that russell crowe once again has entered the group chat he's a phenomenal follow (laughs) on the x ladies and gentlemen and this i saw this week he's calling it russell crowe's indoor garden party um <laughs> happening in uh Austria the gold coast of Australia it happened uh, this this happened this past week uh he was promoting it on his uh Twitter page and like it had like it had me thinking what the hell is this and for those of you not looking it's literally a very what looks like a very photoshopped image of Russell Crowe center stage lead singer position uh with a guitar holding his arms in the air surrounded by a band and that look at this glory right in the middle there just soaking (laughs) it all in and then this photoshopped crowd in front of him with their arms up in jubilation um and i'm like what is this and so looking into it more so russell crowe's indoor garden party is a thing has been a thing for a while he goes around city to city He tells stories of film and of song, and he performs with this band called The Gentleman Barbers and has some special guests along the way that uh, help sing with him. I mean, if you've seen any of Russell Crowe's films, you know the guy can sing. You know that. But like the indoor garden party, if you've ever seen the garden party episode of The Office, you know, it's not, it, this isn't it at all. This isn't close to it at all. So I'm so confused by the name of this. And he just, yeah, he goes around from town, town to town. And I, I investigated a little further. I looked up a video. I, you, you do a su- simple U, uh, YouTube search of Russell Crowe's indoor garden party. I mean, this, this might be worth going to if they come <laughs> around the States boys, it might be worth going to like this band this band goes. Um, 
And I guess they go in different types of venues. And one quote that stuck out to me um, to kind of give you something directly from Russell Crowe. Um, he goes, I imagine everyone has a comfy seat. I'll tell more stories. After all, that's what it's about, songs or films. It's always about the story. In the pubs and clubs, we will be putting the foot down. <laughs> be putting the foot down in the pubs and the clubs. Uh, and he says it's like a mix between R&B, gospel, dirty country songs about murder, dark waltzes, and powerful, inspiring sing-alongs. Should be a good night is the end of that quote from Russell Crowe himself. Um, boys. I, this is absolutely the weirdest thing I saw on the internet this week, this year, and in quite some time. This makes it look like he's trying to start like his own church. <laughs> it kind of does, doesn't this it? image, yeah. Like the image with the smoke and the lights, and he does look like he's up there starting his own church. This is An indoor strange. garden party kind of gives it that mystique of like, hmm, what is that? What does that mean? But it's clearly working from a marketing perspective because it, he got you to like Google more about it. And now you want to go. And now I kind of want to go <laughs> like <laughs> the songs are catchy. Um, more on that later in the podcast. Uh, I'll just put it that way. But now what I need to find a video of is, is him kind of telling stories and stuff like that. I'm not sure how quite that's working and that goes. I'm sure the guy has got a lot of good stories. He's not young. He's not a young man. True. <laughs> so it's also a little odd to see him like kind of sweating up there on stage. And how do I put this nicely? You know, he's been through some shit. And he's <laughs> not a big believer in Olay moisturizing cream, you know, worried about the wrinkles. He's not concerned about that. So it looks like, are you okay, Russell? Um, but it seems entertaining as all hell. And I am down for the indoor garden party. I think we could use use a better name, but fascinated, fascinated by this. Well, it was so fascinating that Didi lost his internet and he just left. He did. We just got this update. <laughs> he dropped out and we just got an update from him. Damn it. Full lost internet. There's a good tour name. The full lost internet tour. Let's see. I, I We'll see if he can call in or something. I don't know. Um, oh, he's done that before from the car. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Call in. Call in. So. Um, all right. Well, I'll go with mine. Um, I don't have a visual, unfortunately, but it wouldn't be as good as the two that, that you guys shared because these are insane. Um, weird. The weirdest thing, it's really been like a, like a series of the same kind of weird thing over an extended period of time, like over the last week. Um, okay. I just keep seeing on social media like essentially kids telling adults how easy things are. Oh goodness. Um, like, I mean, obviously I'm in the fitness industry and I get so angry when I see like a coach who I know is like 22 has no kids, doesn't have any of the responsibility, not married, doesn't have a house, doesn't do any, none of that stuff. And they're like, Man, I was tired, but like I showed up to the gym today. I still got it in. It's proof that like whatever you're dealing with, just keep showing up. It's like, are you kidding me? Do you have any <laughs> idea? Like if you're trying to work with somebody just like you, then yeah, totally. But like the vast majority of people uh, in the world have shit going on. So I don't like this is just ridiculous. There was another video that went kind of viral of like a girl um, explaining how like people shouldn't be so stressed out and like parents shouldn't feel like they need to both work because like her parents, one of them stayed at home and everything was fine. And it was like this total lack of like awareness that again, oh, yeah, people have shit going on. And like, do you understand how much life costs as you get older? Obviously this girl didn't. So yeah, mine's basically just um, kids telling adults how easy shit is with no no reality of, of what's about to happen in life honestly like it drives me nuts the the internet is really a piece of hot garbage sometimes <laughs> and fairly often let's be honest too many yeah. people on it too many people sharing opinions it's literally a theme that we've talked about here uh since the get-go of the brunch breakdown but that is infuriating when you have somebody that 
thinks they know all and are telling everyone. And they think they, what do they, do they actually think it's helping people? Like people are going to look at that and be like, yeah, you know what? If I just put in a little bit of the work, you know, a little bit more time, I can make this happen. No, no, your world, your life is not my life and vice yeah. versa. And one day it'll hit those people in the face, you hope. And you just wish that there was a video camera there to capture it that in that moment. Yeah, I don't like with the with the the other personal trainers and and the fitness thing. Like, man, I, you know, you're just actually pissing people off. <laughs> you're not. You're not yeah. like nobody's impressed, but people are actually angry that you uh, think it's so easy. But whatever, right? You know, that's my weirdest thing, and I'm sure that's well, not going to stop. No, unfortunately, that's only going to get worse. That's only going to get worse. Uh, well, I don't know where we can go from here. <laughs> yeah, what else was on uh what else was on the menu today? Oh, Didi talked about loneliest cities. Do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, we can try to uh we can definitely try to hit that and get through that. Um I want to pull up this list that he sent us of the reported loneliest cities in America. Um yeah, it says living alone is it, more common than ever. Nationwide, more than 37 million Americans live alone representing 29% of U.S. households. And then there's a list of the top 10 loneliest cities. Jesus. Yeah, of, of one percentage, one person, excuse me, one person households. Um, I'll run them down in order here for everybody. Uh, starting with number one, Washington, D.C. Number two, Birmingham, Alabama. Number three, St. Louis, Missouri. Number four, Atlanta, Georgia. Number five, Cleveland, Ohio. Number six, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, as Didi alluded to earlier. Number seven, Cincinnati, Ohio. Number eight, Alexandria, Virginia. Number nine, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And number 10, Richmond, Virginia. Now, what I want to do before we even dive into this, Chris, okay, mm -hmm. we all just heard the list. I'm going to read you another list, and I need you to do me a favor. I need you to keep track of how many of the cities I list are also on that list. Okay. Okay. So if you have that list of 10 up yeah. in front of you from the group chat, yeah. I need you to do whatever. Count how many cities line up on the list I'm about to give you. And then I'll tell you what the list is. I'm not going to give that to you first. Okay. okay. All right. This list, Cleveland, Ohio. That's on there. St. Louis, Missouri. That's on there. Uh, Kansas City, Missouri. I don't think that one's, I don't remember if that one's on there or not. Uh, Detroit, Michigan. Cincinnati, Ohio. On the list. Columbus, Ohio. Hartford, Connecticut. Indianapolis. Philadelphia. Memphis, Tennessee. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oklahoma City. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Ding. Uh... Your hometown, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Buffalo, New York. Jacksonville, Florida. Richmond, Virginia. Ding. Uh, Virginia Beach slash Norfolk, Virginia. And then finishing up this list with Baltimore, which they're also considering uh, Washington, D.C. Okay. Baltimore, D.C. area. Birmingham, Alabama, and Chicago, Illinois. Okay. I count How many eight. was that? I count eight, eight out of 10. Now, I gave you a list of 20. Are you curious as to what list I gave you? Yes. You're curious as to what that has to do with, okay? Yes. The list I gave you is the most affordable cities to purchase a home in the United States. Oh. Okay. So I have a real beef with this list being considered the most loneliest cities in America. This is not the most lonely, most, these are not the most loneliest cities in America. What this is, this is a list of strong, independent people who are financially stable as single people, single incomes, that they can afford their own house with one income in these cities. It does not mean that they're lonely, but these are strong people financially stable people Jesus. who actually in their own market can afford a home without a pair. I've never heard you sound more like a politician than right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was unbelievable. I felt like I was hearing like a campaign speech. 
the the other side says that we're lonely. Well, we're not lonely. We're strong. We're united. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, so that does eight explain out of ten. It, it's like yeah. The reason I'm living by myself here is because it's one of the only places I can live by myself uh, anywhere because houses cost so damn much. That's very interesting. Yeah, mm. I mean, I saw. I don't know. Do I? I'm torn on this. Do I think living alone is a problem? Like, kind of. I think like humans are meant to be social creatures, right? And like the way mm -hmm. we evolved was through like families and neighborhoods and communities, um, right? But I, I also think like some like you don't need to be pun like you don't need to be punished for living alone. Like this might uh, a lot of those people might be like super young that just have exactly haven't like gotten to that phase of life yet where they meet somebody and they have a family or maybe they're like older older you know mm -hmm. like could, right. this could include people who are divorced or who like i don't know are retired i don't know yeah it's uh these lists are clickbait basically for sure for sure yeah because that's why like you dive deep into it and nowhere do they claim like oh affordability has something to do with it uh no which is why i had my counter argument to this entire list um did i take a little extra personal offense that pittsburgh was on it sure sure certainly <laughs> um but honestly you're right there are a number of younger people gen z even you know coming on the cusp of being able to purchase their own home and wanting to do it in their 20s, not waiting till they're in their 30s. So naturally, a lot of those people are, um, you know, deciding to live by themselves and want to settle instead of renting. That's the other thing. The rental market's going the other way in these cities. So don't think that this is just a bunch of lonely people, you know, living with each other. Didi, welcome back. Uh, for those that are listening and not watching, he just was able to rejoin us after uh, quite the absence there. Speaking but, of being alone, speaking of being alone, DD <laughs> is without without Wi-Fi right now. I mean, that's Dude. that's as lonely as it gets. Trash, absolute trash. Like I just trash, just trash. So hate the internet. But yeah, but you you well, had some you had something you had like a, an interesting take on this lonely graph, didn't you? Uh, yes, I do. Like. It's interesting. When I looked at it, I laughed because, like, of course, like, all right, DC is number one. We got friends in DC, like Pittsburgh's down there. And I'm like, this is funny. But also, like, a lot of it does have to do with, okay, people can't afford houses. So, like, but they cannot, but it's so it's like these, this list of cities is like, to me, it's the city's list of people who can't afford houses in those cities, but they can't afford to live by themselves. And I think that is a, very big distinction because I live in a city where people can't afford to live houses, can't afford to buy houses, but also can't afford to live by themselves. Mm -hmm. So like, that's where I look at this list. This might be like the most affordable cities list. Honestly, like, are you a young this professional? Is, dude, <laughs> we know we lost you for a couple of minutes there, but the exercise that Chris and I had is I listed off, uh, I gave a list of 20 cities. I didn't tell Chris what I was listing. I said, I'm going to give you 20 cities. Count how many of these cities are on that list. And we went through it. Eight out of the 10 cities that I listed were on this top 10 list of loneliest cities, air quotes. The list that I gave was the uh, cities that are most affordable to purchase a home in the United States. Eight out of the 10 were cities most affordable to be able to purchase a home in the United States. So they don't exactly mention that in this, you know, loneliest <laughs> clickbait article that yeah. they actually have the ability. That's why they're doing it because there are affordable uh, markets where it's actually possible to purchase a, a home with, you know, one income and people are just like, they're doing it. And younger people are doing it now more than ever. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thing. I was like, this, there's, there's a couple ways you can go with this here. Maybe people are lonely in their houses or something, but I don't know. Now, what's interesting about this and to our single listeners out there, um, probably the more fascinating portion of this article, they also list the cities where the most women and men are living in homes by themselves. That's where people should be paying most attention, ladies and gentlemen. And guess what? Pittsburgh and Cleveland and D.C. 
also on those lists. So that'd be painting it with a little bit of a different picture, wouldn't it now? Wouldn't it now? So <laughs> yeah, I honestly couldn't help but get out of here with that. your lonely garbage. <laughs> I couldn't help but yeah. notice that where they were like, oh, but like here, hey, fellas, if you're looking for, for a lady, <laughs> right. here's the top look. five places. <laughs> They buried that in that article, didn't they? Yeah, they should have named this something else. Wait, what are the top five places to find? Well, it's not to find women. It's where women are living by themselves. <laughs> top five places to find women. The uh, uh, grocery store club. Um, <laughs> the loneliest. The, the loneliest. Yeah, actually, if you go to grocery stores or clubs in these cities, you will most likely find a woman. Um, guaranteed. Loneliest cities for females. Alexandria, Virginia. Washington, D.C. So those are like the same thing. Yeah. Um, same Atlanta, thing. Georgia, St. Louis, Missouri, and Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. But Ohio represented well. Pittsburgh's on there further down. Richmond, Virginia. I mean, hello, ladies. Guys, there's your list. Like your bags. Listen, if you are, listen, if you're a dude and you're single, like, listen, we got friends, dude, Slaw, head over to Alexandria, Virginia, and just, like, knock on someone's door and be like, hey, like, you, that looks like your yard needs mowed. Well, Pretend, no. That. <laughs> Damn it. Don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> don't say that. Don't use that line. Uh, don't use that. Uh, oh man, how does this, <laughs> no pretend? It, how does this not <laughs> pretend you're selling? That one. Pretend you're selling wrapping paper. Let's do it with that one. <laughs> it's like because I'm, I'm selling Girl Scout cookies think... for my niece, <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> and I also have a puppy with me. That's it. You're you're gold. You're gold. You go there with your niece, yeah. you know, and you have a puppy. You're walking a puppy. Boys, you them... might have the ring in the other pocket. You're ready to go. Ask them if they have a room to rent and then just see how it goes. Yeah. Oh my God. And then you, okay. And then you can slide in there. Like you actually do want to cut someone's grass. That's what it, that's where you get in. Right. It's like, you start, you're just like, Hey, like, looks like, you know, one of your, like your, your shingles are like out of place or something. I get up there and fix that roof. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're married. <laughs> everything Works everything like that's coming out of Dee Dee's mouth sounds like a euphemism right now. I can't take any of it seriously. <laughs> hey, it looks like you uh you got some you got some nice shingles there, huh? Now what's important <laughs> it, is dude. we at at the end of uh 2023, we did our Spotify unwrapped episode you know, where we went through our Spotify unwrapped, right? And the new feature this year was Spotify would identify a city where most people listening to the same con- you know type of music and bands you would also find um uh, yeah. if that city matches up with one of these cities you're gold yeah i mean so, pack your bags today that that makes a lot of sense though because i mine was obviously like punk and emo which screams loneliness and i live in pittsburgh and that's listed as one of the loneliest cities move here <laughs> you can come over drink doritos vodka anytime you're welcome you won't be lonely you'll always have a friend with the brunch breakdown in pittsburgh nobody can be lonely with doritos vodka where's a shirt <laughs> that's yeah that's yeah tm that's a that's definitely a shirt right there oh god well boys let's get into music let's do it let's do it yeah, let's do it. Uh, since I left the podcast for a while, I will uh, get things started. Uh, Justin Timberlake uh, put out a new song, uh, "Selfish." I keep wanting to call it "Jealous" because he says "jealous" more than he says "selfish" I know, on the song. I know. Um, but "Selfish" is the name of the song, and it's just a smooth R and B song, really good. And then he performed a song last night on SNL with Toby and Igwe called "Sanctified," and that song's incredible. Incredible. So, incredible so hopefully that song is out in the next few days i assume it maybe it may be out by the time we put out the list or whatever but either way those two songs are great and so i'm on the train new justin timberlake music let's go dude very excited i was very nervous we haven't really like actually heard solo jt in a while and selfish is really good but then yeah i watched that sanctified performance on snl like getting chills watching that performance i hope it translates translates to the uh you know the recorded version 
as well as it did live because it was hard. And yeah. I was like, this album is going to be fire. Welcome yeah. back, Justin yeah. Timberlake. Very excited for that. Very excited for that. Um, all right. First one up for me is from uh, Jade Bird team up with Mira Mesa. And uh, she released a song called Burn the Hard Drive. And it's her first solo music in two years. I've been waiting a very, very long time to hear from Jade Bird. Love the sound of her voice. And this song and a lot of her upcoming music surrounds the end of a relationship and which is kind of very obvious tone with the song title burn the hard drive uh it's a great kind of it's a little bit of a sorrowful in terms of the lyrics again surrounding that topic but just a great flow to this to the tune and excited to hear more new music from jade bird nice uh all of my music is going to be sponsored by the lovers and friends uh <laughs> tour <laughs> I had some other music <laughs> planned, but you know what? It can wait. Uh, so my first one is going to be Jeremiah. I'm a star. I uh, <laughs> I absolutely love that song. When I was uh, broke and trying to act cool, um, he had a song that was about being broke and trying to act cool. And I identified with that. So we're going to put that song on the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I talked about my I talked about Sersha and my basketball dreams for her being completely crushed. But one thing that did make me very happy is uh, we I was getting in the car to go to school to take them to school, and um, I'm putting Major in his like in the car seat, and she's just like mumbling a song, and I'm like, sing louder, and then she's just like she's she's like sheesh, I said what I said, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Paint the Town Red by Doja Cat. Put it on the playlist. Wow. Um, it just makes me happy. when One of the things, like, of course, I want my kids to be good people, but I really want my kids to, like, know good music. So if they go to jail and they have a really good taste of music, it's a win-win. It's okay. It's okay. Just want them to have a really good taste of music. Is there a Kids Bop version of that song? Yes, there is. Oh, there is. There is. There is. Which we had to discover because... Even the clean version of Paint the Town Red isn't great. It's no. just not great. Like, no. that's the problem. So we right. are big into Kids Bop as of th literally this week. Kids Bop has become something big in our lives. Fascinating. I would like, and I almost want to hear that version. But yeah. I'm afraid it would ruin it. Um, it doesn't wow. ruin it. It just takes some of the words that a five-year-old doesn't need to be repeating. Like, 11, right. fine. Five, no yeah even <laughs> even i said what i said is dangerous in the the brain of a five-year-old wow. <laughs> like mom i said what i said like wait, yeah. no, no 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 we can't do that we can't do that uh, <laughs> uh next one up for me is from kayflay uh even though we got a full album from her last year uh we got this tasty little tune this past week called carsick uh and it's got this great synth in drums and guitar, like driving pattern that really makes this song like kind of get stuck in your head. And as do most K Flay songs, she's incredible. Um, so check out Carsick. Nice. All right. In honor of Lil Wayne performing the Carter Three, um, I would like <laughs> I would like to put Let the Beat Build on the playlist this week. Oof. All right, that's all. That, that there's nothing God, else that needs to be said. Enough said. Enough said. God damn it. See, I'm about to, man, Vegas, May 4th. Who's coming with me? Like, <laughs> starting up. Because last song on the playlist, uh, Grind On Me by Pretty Ricky. Ooh. Like, come on. Come on. All time. Come on. All time. Lovers and Friends Festival. I, uh, sing that one song and get out. That's it. Get out. <laughs> uh, last one for me. Um, Didi, you missed uh, the majority of my weirdest thing on the internet that we saw I this know, week and it had to do sad. with Russell Crowe's indoor garden party slash concert slash <laughs> sing-along slash storytelling tour. And I mentioned that I did a little YouTube search just to see what it was like. And the very first video that I pulled up was a song. Uh, he, he was performing with this band, The Gentleman Barber and uh, Marsha Hines feature singer on it called let your light shine and stop i'm, I'm putting it on the playlist <laughs> no, i'm putting it on the no. playlist i'm putting it on the playlist give me your thoughts send them to me ask dlc today n22 it 
if I didn't tell you who it was, you might be like, okay, okay. But check that one out. Our boy, Russell Crowe, brunch legend. Uh, can I tell you the one thing I was going to say about Russell Crowe? And that is, uh, that's the kind of famous that I would like to be. <laughs> is that. It's just like to be this super famous actor. You made all this money, whatever. You uh. live in... You like you're not trying to like live in some big major city or anything. You live off the Gold Coast. Everybody knows you. You walk around like nothing's going on, and you just play these shows every once in a while with your band. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the kind of famous. I'm jealous of Russell Crowe's life. That's the kind of famous <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. I love you're it. Just like this. No, it's like oh yeah, that's Russell Crowe's town. You're just at the place. You're just like wait, is that Russell Crowe? And everybody's like, "Yeah, don't be weird." That's Russell yeah, Crowe. Yeah, yeah. It's like, or like, just that's the guy just that one comes of the, the flower Chill shop. Out. Yeah, that's <laughs> the guy that comes to the flower shop every Monday. Yeah, like I don't know. Oh my. Oh man. Um. All right, my last one, Mims. This is why I'm hot. <laughs> this is why. This is why. This is why Classic. I'm hot. Because Classic. he he identifies something very important. Uh, I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you not. Cause and I think not. like more people could learn from that. That's very true. Life lessons. Important life lesson. <laughs> life lessons. Yeah. Life lessons. Man, dude. For Lovers sure. and Friends Fest. May 4th, guys. May 4th. See you in Vegas. Make it happen. See you in Vegas. <laughs> Pretty Ricky's grind on me into again. 98 degrees. It's gonna be fire. And then Yin Yang Twins after that. Love it. Okay. Love Best it. goddamn. Best <laughs> festival in the world. All right. Well, that was what we're listening to. Make sure you check out the playlist on Spotify and uh, Sounds of Brunch. Tell Alexa, tell Siri to play the Sounds of Brunch. You'll get all of our music from the last two weeks, not just one, last two weeks. All right, boys, this was a uh, a good pod. Sorry I had to uh, leave because for whatever reason, the internet and the valley just decided to just die on me for whatever reason. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts on the Brunch Breakdown? I think we've learned that if you live in one of these quote unquote loneliest cities in America and you really do feel lonely, just get yourself to Subway, get a couple of the foot long <laughs> cookies and have yourself a nice little dinner party with your neighbors, your single friends, Dive that, d- divide that song bitch up and you've got friends for life, I think. <laughs> Russell Crowe might be one of them. <laughs> and that's the brunch breakdown. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>